Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Today, I'm going to continue on on the Ayurveda series that I have going on and teaching you and informing you guys a little bit more about the doshas. So I made an episode already about a brief description of the three different doshas. So with the doshas, everyone has a natural born constitution. And this throughout your life will never change. When you are born, when, you are, when you've come here in this planet, in this body, through this vessel, you have a primary dosha, which is the one you have the most of, which comes first. Then you'll have a secondary dosha, which is the next dosha you have the second most amount of in your body, and then a third dosha, which is always the one you have the least of, you possess and carry the least amount of that energy within your soul, within your body. And this natural born constitution is called your prakriti, and prakriti means that is your natural born constitution, and this will never change. So if you're born and you're here and you're a pitta dosha you will never be a kapha or a vata when you're older you will go through different phases and the amount of energies you have in your body will change dependent on where you are your stressors your environment all those sort of things can contribute to which energies you might possess more of in that time being so you can be a pitta person with a lot of vata energy or a lot of kapha energy and we call that your Vikriti. So your Vikriti is where you're at now with the balance of the doshas and your Prakriti is your natural born constitution, which doesn't change throughout your life. So some people are sometimes confused because they think they're a Vata, for example, but they are just very Vata imbalanced. And the imbalanced mean that they have too much Vata, but when they actually learn to balance out that Vata energy with more Pitta and Kapha, they'll realize that, oh, hey, actually their natural born constitution, which is their Prakriti, is actually more of a Pitta person. So they may be more Pitta. And that can happen with you know, any variation of any of these doshas. So you want to keep that in mind as well. You might think you know what someone is, but in their head um, and the space they're in right now might be very leaning towards one dosha, but their natural born constitution, you know, the structure of their bones, their bodies, their physical health may be more of another dosha. So that's just something to keep in mind before you're doing the test online and before you're listening and absorbing all the information about how the three different doshas are different from each other. So in saying all that, I hope I didn't lose you guys yet. And I will now go into depth and detail about the vata dosha. So the elements for vata are air and ether, also known as wind and outer space. So they are very airy fairy people can call them airheads sometimes or people might refer to you as having your head in the clouds they are very up in the air they love to be light and free and they love constant change and don't like to stick to routines they are very scattered 
both in their lives and scattered minds and scattered thoughts. They are full of ideas. Vatas change their mind very quickly. They have usually a higher pitch voice. They love talking really fast. They get excited. They are very unpredictable. You know, they are air. They are like wind. You don't know which way they're going to blow. They think outside of the box. It is hard for vatas to commit to things and stick to the routines. They love to switch things up, go to bed at different times. Their hunger levels change all the time. Their fitness levels change all the time. Their mood changes all the time. Very unpredictable. But in saying all that, they are extremely creative. Vatas are extremely imaginative. They love flowing and moving like air. They can't be contained. They are erratic, quite sporadic. And from all of that, in the body, they tend to have a lot of excess air, so they are more prone to things like bloating, gas, and constipation. They have dry hair, dry skin, and they need carbs. So a vata going on a paleo diet would be really detrimental to their health and not a good idea. In terms of their body type and their physicality, now in saying all this, this is all relative to your family, your genetics, your ethnicity, your race. So considering all of that and putting that into context, vatas tend to have more of curly hair, narrow and smaller eyes, they tend to have a long and bony nose. They tend to have thinner lips, a small chin. Vatas tend to have a long and oval face. Vatas tend to have long, thin necks, narrow and bony shoulders. As I said before, more prone to bloating, constipation, and insomnia. They tend to be much more anxious and nervous out of everyone else in the doshas. They are really prone to anxiety disorders. They have poor circulation, so they feel cold quite a lot, cold hands, cold feet. Their joints crack quite a bit. They love multitasking, doing everything at once. They love to be on the go. They love to travel, explore, adventure. They tend to lose weight quite easily, especially when they are stressed. So it's actually hard for the vata body types to gain weight. And they tend to have a poor memory and they tend to be very forgetful about things. People with a predominant vata dosha or a vata imbalance, which could mean that their vikriti has a lot of vata in their bodies right now. They might be going through a phase of life where they have a lot of vata energy. They tend to be addicted to like raw and light foods that don't give them too much nutrients and energy to keep going, which is actually not good for their health. They are bad at commitment. You know, they're not really good at committing to things and they're just very sporadic and love new adventures and new things. And to give you guys an example of some famous people who you might know of or you can google to give you an idea of what a vata might be like or look like would be steve jobs is a perfect example of a vata person with a lot of vata energy michael jackson jim carrey 
Teal Swan, Julia Roberts, Zach Efron, and Adam Levine. And Sarah Jessica Parker. So when you look at all these famous people and celebrities and you can kind of see what they have in common and their similarities. These are all people who have a lot of vata, a lot of air, ether, space, and wind in their bodies. Now, moving on to the next dosha, the pitta body types. So their main element is fire and their secondary element is actually water. So mainly fire, but with a little bit of water in there as well. So nicknames for people who are really pitta would be fiery, really fiery personality, sharp, and they tend to do so much work and are so addicted to their work and exercise that they burn out. So anything that reminds you of fire and describing these per- these people as you know the element related to fire is they're fiery. And they tend to burn out quite a lot because they are addicted to work and getting shit done. Pittas are goal setters. They're the people who love setting goals for themselves and figuring out where they are now and how much they've achieved and reflecting back and seeing how far they've come. They are high, high achievers. They are very analytical, quite logical as well. They love to work out. They love exercise. They are quite obsessive sometimes. They have a good digestive fire, so they're really good at actually digesting any foods, but I'm saying that they have a lot of acid, so they tend to get things like acid reflux and heartburn. They tend to be more hot than cold all the time, so they struggle with being too hot. They sweat a lot. Their stools tend to be a bit looser, more prone to things like diarrhea. They have a lot of skin, you know, their skin breaks out quite a lot because of that that fire within inside them. If they have too much pitta, they are really prone to getting acne, hives on their body, rashes on the body, any kind of skin breakout. They tend to lose hair quite easily, especially in men. You will see that on the top of their hair. They tend to lose their hair faster. They have a sharp, straightforward voice. They tend to have taller foreheads, especially for women, a bit more of that heart-shaped face as well. And out of all the doshas, they need more protein than the other doshas. And because of all this fire in their body, if they have too much of that and they have an imbalance of pitta, they are prone to getting really angry and aggressive. They are very irritable and they tend to get really egoistic sometimes as well. They are very good entrepreneurs. They make very good entrepreneurs and they love, they tend to love high quality materialistic things. So they're all about getting, you know, the best brand, the nicest car, the highest quality of whatever shoe or jacket or whatever that may be. Pittas tend to get addicted to things that creates and drives more pittas within their bodies because that's how the doshas work. So they love coffee. They get addicted to energy drinks. They love spicy food. They also love sex. They have probably the most amount of sexual energy than all the doshas. They get addicted to sports and exercise and possibly have too much and they get too addicted and strict on routines and they love living life by routine. But in saying that, they tend to then get really bored. So it's important for pittas to have a bit of variety and sporadicness and juicy adventure in their life. That's very important for them. 
in terms of the body and the physicality and the physical look of a pitta, they tend to have more, okay, and in saying all this, this is all relative to your ethnicity, to your genetics, and all that stuff as well, so this isn't always the case, but in general, Pittas tend to have more straight hair. Men tend to lose their hair and have hair loss much quicker at an earlier age than the other doshas. They tend to have a very high, tall forehead, almond-shaped eyes. They tend to have a smaller nose. They have shorter teeth. They have a square chin and quite a square jawline and just overall a square face. They have a thick neck usually, broad shoulders, a really strong appetite, and looser stools, as I mentioned before, more prone to diarrhea. They tend to have freckles on the face, more pimples, more acne, just any kind of skin breakout. And they also tend to be less hairy though, so they're never really super hairy people, but in saying that, and counting genetics as well, sometimes a pitta can be very hairy. And to give you an idea of some famous people who are pitta and have a lot of pitta energy in them would be someone like Tony Robbins, Madonna, Brad Pitt, and Jessica Biel. Tyra Banks, Heidi Klum, Will Smith, and Bruce Willis. And last but not least, the Kapha Dosha. The Kapha Dosha's main element is earth and second to that, water. So mainly earth and water, mix those two together. What do you get? You get mud. You get something that's grounded. People tend to call these, give people who are Kapha nicknames such as a really grounded person. They are my rock, very stable, or even a couch potato. And foods and things that grow in the dirt and in the earth, such as potatoes, carrots, beetroot, these sort of things, are actually foods that are also kapha-based foods and have a lot of kapha energy in them. And I will do another episode later for you guys talking about all the different foods and how the foods also have their own doshas. And so how we can eat certain foods to get a better balance in our doshas within our body. So if we're imbalanced and have too much of one dosha, how eating certain foods can help balance that out within our bodies. So the kapha body types, they tend to be very motherly, nurturing, warm-hearted people. They love to give and help out and serve others. They always want to make sure everyone is feeling good before even taking care of themselves, like typical people pleasers. They are very grounded though. They aren't very, you know, unpredictable. They'll never catch you by surprise. They are quite you know, they tend to think about things and do things at a bit more of a slower pace. They tend to be very calm and chilled out. Sometimes they talk a bit slower. They are quite emotional. Sometimes they can get quite possessive. They love to hoard things. They age the best out of all the doshas, so they age quite slowly, so they have good genetics in that sense. They tend to gain weight quite easily, especially when they are stressed. The men tend to gain, kapha men tend to gain weight quite easily around the stomach line and kapha women tend to gain weight very easily on the thighs and the hips. That's where they hold most of their weight. 
They have the strongest stamina out of all the doshas. So if a famine were to happen or anything in this earth crazy were to happen, the Kafas will probably be the ones to live the longest and survive the most amount of trauma. Kafas sometimes tend to suppress their own emotions because they're so busy looking after and taking care of everyone else that they forget about taking care of themselves and forget to express themselves. So they hide in their emotions. So they're quite susceptible to getting depression and other people not knowing about it. Perfect example of this would be Robin Williams. Kafas tend to have a deeper voice just in general. They are great sleepers and need not as much sleep as the pittas and vatas do. So they are okay with getting a five, six, seven hour sleep overnight and they don't need overall as much sleep as the other doshas do in order to live a healthy, vibrant life during the day. Kafas tend to get addicted to fatty foods. They can tend to be more lazy and so they need a bit of a drive. They need the opposite of what they feel like. A lot of times they feel like they have no energy and they're depleted, but it's really good for them to get off their butts and start moving their bodies. For the kapha body types, their physicality and the way they look just in general and relative to their ethnicity and their genetics, they tend to have more thick and wavy hair round shaped big beautiful eyes they tend to have quite vibrant eyes they tend to have a thicker nose and wider nostrils they tend to have thicker lips a round chin sometimes with a dimple in the middle of it more of a circular round shaped face they tend to have a shorter neck but not necessarily a thicker neck they can have quite thin necks but a bit shorter than most they will have narrow shoulders but quite of a round barrel-like shaped chest kaffas also don't tend to be morning people and they tend to take a long time to wake up and get going during the day so it's good for them to wake up a bit earlier than everyone else would and so they have that time to build up the energy to go into work or go to the gym or whatever they like to do so kaffas tend to like going to the gym say after work and don't like exercising in the morning because they like to have a slow rhythm to start the day and ease into the day. Some famous people, to give you guys examples of what a kapha would be or look like or act like, is Oprah Winfrey, Beyonce, Marilyn Monroe, Robin Williams, and Morgan Freeman. Deepak Chopra, Scarlett Johansson, and Kate Winslet. So when you look at those celebrities, what do they all have in common? They all have a softer complexion to them. They are very caring, nurturing, caring about other people, spiritual people. You know, they are very compassionate and seem to age quite well as well. So in saying all of these doshas and giving you guys a description in all of them, you should see a little bit of all three doshas within yourself because all of us have all three doshas. It's not one person is one dosha and the other person is another dosha. So there are three doshas. We have all three within our bodies. And actually there are six different types of doshas because each and every one of us has a primary and a secondary dosha. So if you were someone who is a kapha dosha, you might be 
a kapha pitta vata dosha or a kapha vata pitta dosha. So depending on which one is your primary dosha or your secondary dosha, when you take those into consideration, there are actually six different types of doshas. And in saying that as well, we all have different levels of which dosha we have in our bodies. So we are all completely different. One person might be 80% pitta and 15% kapha and only 5% vata. Whereas another person with those same doshas in the same order might be only 40% pitta and, oh gosh, now I need to use my math skills, and 35% kapha and... 25% vata. So we are all different completely. And you have to remember as well that there is the prakriti and the vikriti. So you might be diagnosing yourself right now thinking you know your dosha, whereas you might be diagnosing your vikriti, the phase you are at right now in life, depending on your mindset and where your mind is at right now or your body's at right now. And you may not actually be nailing what your actual natural born constitution is, your prakriti. And just to give you guys a tiny bit more info, to give you a little bit more of an idea of the three different types of doshas to help you get a better understanding of what you are or what your partner or your family members or your friends might be. So I'm going to give you just a few examples of comparisons. So In humanity, when something bad or traumatic or crazy happens to us in our life, I'm not sure if you've heard of, you might have heard of these before, there are three different options that we choose. And there is flight, fight, or freeze. And these are the responses we get when something crazy happens to us. Flight or fight or freeze. So the vata dosha, the vata types, would tend to be more of the flight people. They will run away. The pittas tend to be more of the fight people. They will tend to go head on into whatever problem and solve it and fight their way through it and resolve it. And the kaphas tend to freeze and they're not sure what to do and they will just be still because it is so overwhelming. The vatas tend to be more of the type of people to get anorexia. They are more prone to getting eating disorders such as anorexia and restrict their food because they love being this light, airy-fairy, free spirit. The pittas are more prone to getting orthorexia. That is when you are so obsessed with health and they love being very strict, you know, having strict rules around what they eat, you know, for people who are crazy about the reaching this optimal level of healthy eating you call those people orthorexic so they're people who need to control everything they eat they need to know everything that's inside what they're eating that tends to be more of something that a pitta dosha or pitta person would have and the kapha dosha the kapha people are more prone and susceptible to being binge eaters and having binge eating disorders and emotional eating disorders the Vatas tend to be more of people who plan things and have ideas and are really creative, but they don't have that substance to go through with it. They need to have that pitta energy to actually do 
what they plan to do and get the shit done and have the execution. And that's what the pitas are good at. They're good at doing the work and getting shit done. And then the kaphas are the best at pausing, relaxing, and recharging and rebuilding that energy to go through to go to the vata and create the planning and then go through the pitta and get the doing done and then go back to the pause and the relaxation and restoring and regenerating your energy. So that is kind of the cycle of how the three doshas work. And that's why a lot of times when we explain the different doshas, we start with the vata and then we go through down to the pitta and then to the kapha. And they kind of go in this circular motion in this pattern because in order for that idea to spark and to be creative and imaginative and think outside the box, we need to be in our kapha. We need to be still and silent and recharge and meditate and connect with our bodies and ourselves. And then once we have that idea, then we can go into the pitta, the doing, the execution, the getting shit done. And then after that, before we burn out, we need to go back into the kapha and the relaxation. And when it comes to relationships, we tend to attract the opposite people of the opposite doshas that we have. So it's more rare for you to see two people who are vata dating each other, or two kaphas or two pittas dating each other. You tend to attract the opposite. And the opposite can be either one of the other two doshas. So vatas tend to be in relationships with more pitta and kapha people. Kapha people tend to attract more pitta vatas and pitta tend to attract more vata and kaphas in their life with, with friendships, but especially with romantic relationships and relationships as well. This is definitely more common and quite important as well because opposites attract and then that way you have a balanced out relationship and you can help balance out each other's doshas. I hope all of this made sense to you guys. If you are starting to get the idea of this and start understanding it and you want to do an online quiz, I have found one website that I feel is the most accurate and I will put that link in the show notes for you guys to do your quiz on which dosha you are. But in saying that, when you're doing the quiz now today, you will only get your result of your Vikriti, which is where you're at right now, the phase in life right now, where you're at. So this won't be giving you your result on your Prakriti, your natural born constitution. So please keep that in mind when you're doing this online quiz. And if you want to message me and talk to me more about it, and if you want to possibly know and discover what dosha you are, I might be able to help you out with that. If you want to send me a message, I will probably just need a photo of your face and your body and I will be able to help you out and discover what your natural born constitution is, which is your Prakriti. You can contact me on Instagram at Love. that's A-R-E-L-L-E dot hug, H-U-G, dot love, L-O-V-E, on Instagram or on Facebook, just Hug. If you guys are still a bit confused about the doshas, don't feel free, don't hesitate to send me a message and get a bit more information from me or Google this stuff and do some research and look it up yourself. 
I stumbled upon Ayurveda about two years ago and I am still learning every single day. There is so much to learn. This isn't something that you're going to read and discover and know about within a day. It will take you years. I'm going to be studying Ayurveda until I die and I'm sure I will always be learning new things. I will continue with this series on Ayurveda and the doshas and I will end up making some episodes on how to balance out your doshas. So if you're having an imbalance and you have excess of the vata dosha or the pitta dosha or the kapha dosha, I will give you guys some tips on how to balance those out with your food, your diet, your routine, life, things like that. So if you're interested in hearing more, stay tuned and look out for the episodes on learning more about the doshas. I hope you guys have an amazing day and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye!